Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of the Weekly Nightly Podcast as part of the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm AJ. I am Carlo, Taylor's version. God damn it. Hey, guys, this is Eric. And I'm slightly irritated with CNA right now. Even though, Carlo, you brought up a good point about, they just want me to buy a new Eichel jersey. Why can't yeah. they just rip off the name Glass and just put an icon? Because they want I you mean, to play. I still pay. I'll still pay you for the stitching. I'll pay you the full price. Yeah, but you yeah. get more. They get more money if you buy a new jersey. Yeah. <laughs> like speaking of new jerseys. Oh God. You got a new New God. Jersey jersey. <laughs> it's New Jersey's New Jersey it's, that says Jersey. It's a new New Jersey jersey jersey. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the gloves are going to say right glove, left glove, you know, and they're going to say <laughs> they're going to get face tattoos right and say face. <laughs> but yeah, going back to your uh, jersey conundrum, the back's going to the back's going to say number and name. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, I, obviously, I I I kind of memed a lot about it. Like when they first got Ico, it's like, oh, you could just recycle your glass jersey. But obviously, the the Golden Knights are not going to let you just. Yeah change it because they want you to spend more money on a brand new whipping gold jersey that says Eichel in the back. So if, if there's anyone out there who's an expert at kind of get, getting this stuff done, contact me and let's work something out because I want to change it to get that name off and change it to Eichel. Yeah. So um, um, just got duct tape. And just like <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're recording after the uh, very end of the home, the six game homestand. So uh, Columbus played last night, Vegas beat them um, with a, not really controversial, but a weird ruling um, that is, I guess, something not everybody's used to with how offsides are called. So I guess the game-winning goal technically started as an what should have been called up, blown dead offside. It wasn't. And because they missed that call, when Jan Mark went back onside, fixed his issue, and then scored on it, yeah. it Someone was died. a good goal. Did you Someone? guys see the – uh, their coach's interview on that. He said he was yeah. one who screwed that up. Yeah. Oh, the uh, coach himself said it. Yep. Yeah, the Columbus oh. coach says like he knew the rule. He was just guided by emotion that he yep. wanted to challenge it. Like, it was on him. But I don't know if you saw the meme, but the, the ref didn't see the offside because he was blinded by the helmet. Uh, yep. Which is happening to my uh, video screen right here with the sun coming in my blinds yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gold I, I actually, I actually think that. The coach knew that they had a greater chance scoring against our power play than they did at five on five. So he purposely that's challenged true. it, knowing, knowing that he would lose it. That, that's true. Their their uh, one of their goals was actually on the on the penalty kill. So, but that hey, makes we sense. that one out though. Mm-hmm. They they knew, man. Like if you want to stop Vegas from scoring, put him in the power play. <laughs> that's a good point. So, right. Raleigh Smith's beauty even that out. Oh my god, dude. Like he didn't even need his power kill partner for it, too. Should we talk about like so who do you think now? Like they're all playing so hard because they it's, somebody's got to get traded when Eichel's healthy, right? So like I I'm having trouble figuring out who that person's gonna be. Right now it looks like Dodano. I don't think that's the motivation, but yeah, it, the, the the point still stands that it's going to be really hard to pick. Like the Denver's not even playing that bad. The Nettles no, but like Smith is like really stepped it. He's having an a, a odd number year. So yeah, he's it's an odd it year. Up. It's 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 your typical and Riley Smith odd year. He doesn't have his two misfits with him either. Yeah, which is crazy. Like uh, so, I I don't know who to pick. Of of course, like you can always wave. 
the the hard new waiver pickups to clear up some of that space, right? I don't even yeah. think that's you send them down. You know, who knows if they actually get claimed again? Yeah, uh, you can still eat up the uh, like high that some of that cap on the AHL, but I don't, I'm, I'm not sure if it's enough. Uh, we'll see. I think it's it's a bridge we have to cross when we get there. Uh, right now, it's not a problem we have right now because yeah. we don't know what the roster is going to be when that happens because you don't know if everybody's going to be healthy. What do you mean, too? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just we haven't even heard anything about Patrick. Yeah, well, Patrick, yeah. Patrick, I don't think Patrick that is small. that big of a yeah, he only has like what a million, 1.5, yeah. I think. Yeah, 1. But 5. Like, so we have Carlson, Patches, Patrick, and Eichel that are you don't and Patrick on LTIR relatively right? soon, yeah, but, yeah. but none of it, nothing matters until Eichel is ready yeah. to come back. Mm-hmm. I, Cap is all taken care of until Eichel is ready to come back, which will be, by all indications, after the built-in All-Star Olympic break. Whether they go to the Olympics or not, who cares? So you have until essentially March 1st or the very end of February to figure it out. Mm-hmm. By then, you've got two full months left, all of March and all of April of the regular season. So if somebody was injured and they needed LTIR, there's eight weeks, you can figure it out. But you are going to have to clear if everybody's healthy. 7 million, which is going to be two players or one of patches or anybody making more than patches, which they're not going to move. So essentially it's as AJ was talking about, right? Like there's a little competition between obviously your one D man that you can clear the space with is McNabb. You just gave Martinez all that money. You're not taking him out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, also McNabb in the last year of his contract. And then one of Dodonov or Smith, who are both in, both making five million, and Smith is the natural because he's on the last year of his deal. So, who knows if it'll ever get to that point? But that's what you're looking at. Everything think, else between now and then, Patrick gets healthy, he can come back. Patches gets healthy, he can come back. Yeah. March or so comes off COVID protocol, he can come back. Nothing matters until Eichel's ready to go, which is going to be March at the earliest. So, so I think if figure it out if they if. I think I said this a couple of weeks ago, but if Smith would take a team-friendly contract, then I think it's a no-brainer they would keep him. Yeah. Um, but if if he's trying to play hardball and doesn't want to sign anything till after the season, I think I think they'll let him go. We I should... think it's the other thing. I think the team's not offering him anything right now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think they're putting a contract in front of him. Otherwise, he probably would have already signed it. True. I, I, I think I, I don't think it's possible, but they should have it where the AAV is higher on the odd years and lower on the even years for <laughs> Riley Smith. Um, but may, maybe the way his salary structure is set up so to lower his cap uh, cap room is you get paid they, higher. They got rid of that loophole a number of years ago. because I, I, yeah, I know. And maybe the, maybe the other thing that happens is maybe, maybe he's the one that actually goes somewhere as a rental and they say, listen, if you want to sign here after the season, we can talk again. Yeah, that's always a possibility. We talked about that last week where it has happened before where Bellino, there there was yeah. a lot of talk that, that multiple players would do that. Mm-hmm. It yeah. has happened before. I, uh, I can just imagine though how he'd feel though he gets traded away and next actually win does win the cup. Oh, oh, I, his name his name's gonna still be in there because uh he, he played in the regular season. I think yeah, it's still it not the same for him. Number yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, he won't be able to lift it. But yeah. yeah, his name's going to be in there. That's no, not no, that's, no. He has, he has a certain amount of games. Yeah, it would be able to be in there. Not mm-hmm. for sure on there. Oh yeah, they only have a certain I, number of players. They could put him on. They wouldn't do that if they I'm, traded him. He's yeah, I'm pretty. 
No, I'm pretty sure he they would put him in there if he, no if chance. they traded him. I'm if sure. they traded him and they won it without him, no chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, especially that's a just, I, it's a certain I, amount of games in the regular season, or yeah. if they play in one the playoffs, final yeah. game. Well, I mean, they made that one space, you know, cross out that name, so there is space for him if they if that happen. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's going to be in that block of uh, <laughs> no, that's block of the, uh, um, uh, the I I the, my question is when did when is the trade deadline? I know they moved it a little bit back too because of the Olympic break. Because uh, if Eichel gets healthy after the deadline and everybody's healthy, that's going to be a I think it's going to be a problem, right? March twenty first. Yeah. Because if he if, if he gets healthy in April, uh, well, and then and then there's no room. For no, no, no. Him. If that happened, Carlo, they would just keep him out to the playoffs. Yeah, if, if he wasn't healthy until like two weeks to go in the season, uh, guess what? He would just play there. The only way he play, I mean, yeah, if you get into April, I think he stays out longer. But if he's ready to go in March, you can make determinations before the um, trade deadline. Well, and there's no precedent because it's a brand new quote unquote experimental to the NHL surgery. So they, they have no leg to stand on and say, Hey, he has to be back by this date. So they can, they could hold him out to the playoffs if they want, if they feel like it really. I just don't think they'll do that. I don't think they'll fuck yeah. around with. I don't know that they can do that. It, it depends on the standings too, right? Like if they're real close to like a wild card spot or not being in the playoffs at all, then they probably I, have to they're going to have to have somebody that can make a huge difference. Yeah, I mean, if they're in a wild card spot right now with half an AHL team, I think they should be fine. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get Pacioretty and, and Carlson back and, and Theodore and, oh, wow, yeah. And Martinez. Oh, yeah, I, I, and Mar- Martinez, or the Joker and, you know. Uh... <laughs> Everybody. Uh, like, and, and speaking of which, like this – like I said, this team is half an AHL team right now, and they're playing really well. That really, I feel like that really kind of took a hit on the the Pete DeBoer is a bad coach uh, argument. Just right on my mouth. I was just yeah, gonna right? yeah, what, what you, yeah, what do you think about that, Dave? <laughs> like, uh, I was just, just going to say, it's like, this should shut up a lot of those DeBoer haters. Yeah. And he should get a number. I mean, it's only 20-some games of the season for some teams, and a number of coach of the year votes if that, you know, this kind of stuff continues throughout the year and you have AHL players. I mean, though, I don't like calling them NHL players because right now they are NHL players. Yeah. They technically are NHL players, but the, the these guys, there's, there was four uh, rookies in the bottom six last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those are like the top line players in Henderson normally, uh, but now they're here. So that's why, that's why it's, it's like, yeah, technically they are NHL players, especially Jake Lecision. I think he just really proved that it's been, been so good. Yeah. I do not want to see him sent back down. I'd rather keep him up. You know, once, once things get going, I'd rather keep Lecision than Carrier. Yeah. And, and no, give me, give me Lecision over Colasar. I like Colasar. But he scored. I went all the times you guys talked shit about him yesterday. Yeah. I like, one, I like one, one. He's, he still has the worst. Especially goals. It's yeah. the thing about Colasar is that he he does everything right except for finish his shots. That's that's my that's the thing for him. It's like and I, I rather have that than doing shit wrong in the back end and allowing a lot of like re, play really bad. Like like it, it, I, for example, Peary, which had really bad analytics and just gets lucky on his shots and scores. I rather have Colasar than Peary, who got eight goals but. 
playing really bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd rather have Colasar. Yeah, at least Colasar is going to play some defense and Perry just like, oh, hey, look yeah. around. Exactly. He, he kills penalties. He's a, he's a, he's a big physical presence. He, he, uh, he, he's really good uh, with puck possession, uh, but he can't finish his, his chances. <laughs> and that, that, that's the big deterrent for a Colasar, which, I, like I said, I prefer that kind of player over a guy like Perry. Yeah, but isn't that what Carrier also does, but is super fast and then also sucks at scoring? And really, yeah, but I think I think Colasar is a, a, is more defensively responsible than Carrier, uh, and I think Colasar actually fights. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's just my opinion on Colasar. Apparently, Colasar. apparently Ben Hutton fights. <laughs> oh, tw- <laughs> twice. He had two fights in what three games. I'm still upset that they they, uh, they don't play the Barbie Girl song when he fights, but you know, it is, <laughs> so, it is okay. what it is. Let's think yeah. back on all these rookies that, that have played on this team at one point this season. Well, so look look yeah. at all the lone, lone laps that we've had on that road yeah. on the homestand here. <clears throat> I believe there's six, I believe. So Connor, Lecision, Rondier, uh, Dorofeyev. Ben Jones played yesterday. Yeah, Ben Jones, Jones and then uh, Miramanov. Miramanov. Okay. It's only one defenseman out of uh, all of those. And then Amadio and Hutton were both picked up off waivers. Mm-hmm. And then Brooks has not played yet, right? The, the, no. He has not. Yeah, uh, so. I heard Bro- there's a lot of uh, uh, Leafs and Canadians fans were really surprised that Brooks uh, and they actually really like Brooks a lot. He was a fan, like a fan favorite oh. uh, back in uh, Toronto. Not like, you know, like a superstar. It's kind of like, you know, there's a cult kind of like how John, uh, John Myrell was okay. uh, here. Uh, th- that kind of stuff. So I, I kind of want to see him play, see how it is, get to know the kid a little bit more. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And then and then uh, Howden apparently can score goals here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can and then all of a sudden cannot. Yeah, and then all of a sudden just leaves a wide open net wide open. Uh, not, not as bad as that Amadio wide open net, though, I don't think. That was yeah, I agree. The puck Dude. rolled on, on, on that one, though. Not not Amadio, but... Uh, on Howden, yeah. Howden. On, on Amadio, he had the puck on his stick, and he still just didn't... It's, it just went through the crease. <laughs> wide... He, I just he, got Cody Egan vibes when I saw it. Yeah, he was... He was, what, he was on a bad angle on the right side, but he mm-hmm. missed wide left. <laughs> He didn't even, like, I don't understand. I, I mean, it was right in my corner of the arena. I'm looking down. I was like, I, I literally said, like, how the hell did that just happen? I'm pretty sure if he didn't touch it, it would have had better chance of going in. <laughs> it's, uh, it's great. Like, l- last night alone, there was a lot of missed opportunities. Everybody was Colasar last night, except for Colasar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was crazy. Like, how many two-on-one breakaways was mm-hmm. a lot. It reminded me of year one Golden Knights, it was just a lot of rushes and stuff. It was crazy, but uh, Elvis was great in Vegas, like normal. He normally does. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, that should that should have been a ho- much higher, much bigger win for Vegas. My you know, second irony was not even the shirt from yesterday either, because one they couldn't say his last name, <laughs> and two he was he was fucking amazing. The yeah. the irony of it though is that. At the end of a win 
at T-Mobile Arena, they played Viva Las Vegas. I know, right. Yep. And so he, he's got to skate off the ice to uh, the guy he's named after uh, mm-hmm. playing the victory song for the other That team. has to be a chirp, right? That was personal. <laughs> we don't play it well, at least game. it wasn't actually Elvis singing. It was, uh, wasn't it? Or was it, um, ah, I can't think of his name all of a sudden. No, the, the, the version. We it was the Elvis the, version. It, we always played the Elvis version. Yeah. Yeah. Can't think so, of the guy's name all of a sudden. I think I know who you're talking about, but I also don't know. Was it who was it? Roy or was it Roy Orbison that did a version of that? I don't know. It's there's so many covers. No, of that no song, he guys is a Knights fans and he's does does promos for him too. Mm. Oh, can't think of his name. I don't know why. I, I can picture him right now, but oh, uh, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. I can't can't remember his name either. <laughs> Shit. Um. But yeah, I'm really glad Vegas comes in, uh, finishes that ro- uh, homestand. Uh, what do you, What do you think? Five, five when, one, sorry. when they, when this team's healthy, they're gonna be freaking terrifying, aren't they? Dude, like we we keep talking about it, but are they ever gonna get healthy though? Forget the are they gonna get healthy? Are they gonna continue to play within the system when they get everybody back? That's true. Yeah, it's hard thing too because so many players have gone so long; they're not still not used to the system. It's not even just that. It's just about the fact that they can scroll, sit back and go, like your third line can sit back and go, okay, hey, we know that Pacioretty, Stone, and, and Eichel get one back for us. Okay, no big deal, right? Are, are they? Is it going to be the same identity that this team has? Same thing with identity of year one. What what was their calling card? Four check, outwork, um, rush chances. We're going to do everything the right way. That's what this team is doing right now. You get all your superstars back, you might not do that. I'm not saying that it's possible. I'm just, I mean, they have the last two playoff runs essentially sat there and said, Hey, we're better than the team. We're going to be playing. We're going to just roll it out when we want to go and get, and get a win and go get a win. Well, well, you, you would hope not after the last couple of playoff years where mm-hmm. all of a sudden they dried right up and keep moving. That's what you right hope, now. but that, that, that's what I would caution against of sitting there going, okay, hey, when everybody gets back to Carlos point, Look, you're we 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 barely make it through games without getting anybody hurt. I mean, Theodore got hurt a couple games. Like every time somebody blocks a shot, every time somebody, I mean, you're just they're well, picking players. Now, I have more confidence if we do lose somebody that the team will be okay because these guys are getting their experience now, and when they get called upon again, they're going to be more comfortable with the system mm-hmm. and be able to battle with other teams. So my or question is is Take Carrier and Colasar and hold it, or uh, Howden. All the ones that are not waiver exempt, move from that because you know that Vegas is not moving those players. I don't care what any of us think. I don't care what you – Lecision plays better, could give two shits. Guess what? Lecision is waiver uh, exempt and Howden is not. So just move on from that. So excluding the players that aren't going to get sent down, who's the last player up? So that, that leaves you the Ron Beer because the Cotters, obviously Jones only played one game, the Lecisions. Is it – Pretty cut and dry, though. Decisions, the last one standing. I would say so. Say I would so. say so. He's been really good, and I think it's a little bit different too this year, Eric. Especially with the eventuality of uh, Eichel coming back, because I think they don't mind losing the that that cap hit of of those guys if they get claimed off waiver. I think they would prefer for them to get claimed off waivers to clear that cap space, to be honest with you. So I, I don't know. This is just all theorizing. We don't know how the the uh, 
the, the minds of the Mac GMs. Yeah, you clear the cap space either way. And yeah. it's a long way off to worry about it, like Eric said earlier. Yeah, it's a long way. But uh, to your point, I think it is decision because out of all the rookies that have played, I think he's the, he's been the best one. And uh, he's playing he's playing the highest in the lineup. Mm-hmm. He's playing mm-hmm. third line center, yeah. where Ron Beard and Cotter are playing um, the on the wing of uh, Howden, which that's actually been a good fourth line. That's the funny yeah, part about it. Yeah, it's it's such a different. They actually get scoring chances, and it, yeah, it, it's, it's so much it's faster so, of a line. Yeah, it's so weird seeing this kind of fourth line having been so used to the the ones we were, like we had for years. You know, well, it's it's also impressive that he will put them out there in a defensive zone draw. Mm-hmm. Well, because you've got Rod Baird um, and Howden, who both kill penalties at a high rate. Let's I was going to say, someone's gotten PK time. Yeah. Yeah. All of them have gotten PK time. Essentially, you're taking your PKers. I mean, obviously, Carlson's out right now. So Stone kills a little bit, not near as much as he mm-hmm. used to. He used to be every other. Yeah. Um, Smith is still killing. Stevens is still killing. But other than that, it's Ron Beard, Lecision, and Howden. Like, you're actually getting, mm-hmm. which is why they went out and signed these, why they identified Howden, right? Once again, he yep. had this. The he was most there before he came. Yeah, he had the third most shorthanded minutes of any player last year in the league. So he's a he's a huge PK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what what's Vegas's PK? Like fourth or third in the league right now? Like, it's pretty good. Yeah. They had a, they had a stretch of like 13 straight kills or something like that uh, i thought i saw a stat yesterday before they killed another one of those penalties they were at fourth or tied for fourth in the league so i'm guessing they're third now yeah they had a they had a really long run not allowing until carolina shows up with their cool number one best team in the league attitude <laughs> and scored on us that team Jeez. is looking so good this season it's, so it's, far holy it, yeah, they, they, they are a, they are a total wagon man it's it's crazy not uh, same thing are they built for the playoffs like i mean yeah that's the entire east like look toronto off to a great start right like carolina off to a great start guess what when they play the boston and the and the, the tampa of the world yeah. even florida right i think florida is more built for the playoffs <clears throat> than either of those other two teams mm-hmm. it'll just be different same thing with vegas like they're already battle tested like they're ready yeah. for it, it it does not matter what Vegas does this year. They win the Pacific again. Who fucking cares? They win the President's Trophy. Who cares? Right? None of those things matter. Yep. Get out of the first round. Who cares? It does not matter until you're in the conference final and you get through that. That's the only thing that this team's going to be judged on, which is a really interesting part to be in because the team knows it. And last yeah. year's Florida honestly might have even made the Cup final, if not won it, had they not had to deal with Tampa as their first opponent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was such a good series too, the, the Tampa Florida series, and I think and I remember that series. It was Florida's goaltending where they couldn't decide who to start. They started Bob, then Dranger, and then and then Spencer Knight ended uh, with that uh, that game because I think uh, it, it was. No, I remember that series. Yeah, that series so, was pretty nasty too. But. It, Taking this back to the Pacific Division, if you look at the the top teams right now, who's built for the playoffs? I mean, Edmonton is not has still not proven themselves as playoff teams. But you know, Connor which, McDavis is going to complain about penalties more. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. It was wait, wait till the playoffs, buddy. But you know which team I think is built really well for the playoffs right now, out of all the top teams in 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 in, in the Pacific, is Calgary. Calgary. Yep. Yeah, Calgary. Yep. The way they're playing right now, their their system right now is built for the playoffs. They are, it's crazy how far they've come from a couple seasons ago. Like, 
they were trash, but a lot of it was also that they had trash goaltending. Yeah, and I think Markstrom was like their best move. Yeah, and that's it's not just that they changed their system to a very defensive heavy system. Yeah, and uh, it really worked out for them. That that top line they have is, I think, I think they only allowed like one five on five goal like the whole season right now or something like that. Yeah, which which is pretty. They're they're fairly young as well. Yeah, uh, like that. I think it's Kachuk, Drow, and uh, Lindholm, the top line. It's it's been it's been one of the best top lines right now. Which you know, just speaking this in the Pacific Division, this is the teams we have to contend, and you get the Ducks, who came out of nowhere. <laughs> to be honest with you, Edmonton's night. currently clipping at a thirty-nine point six percent power play percentage. Dude, uh, guess what? That won't happen in the playoffs. No. Yeah. And John Gibson's gonna break soon. We know this happens every season. Like, no. Here's a difference though this year because the team in front of them is playing well. True, but. They they still put most of their games on him, right? No, they're actually playing really well. No, like but the like Ducks. they put most of their games as in how many games? Like is him and Net. Oh, him and Net. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think no, he's playing most. They're actually, he's, yeah, he's, he's actually most getting goal support now. Yeah, he's getting goal support. He's actually he's not facing as many shots as he uh, he is. Uh, He's played 14 of their games out of 18. Yeah. Though, though, so. I, I I don't I didn't know that was you. Meant. I thought you meant like leaving him up to dry. Yeah, no, I, I just meant like in in the whole season, like they Ryan Miller retired, so they got some other guys about who is their backup yeah. now. I have no idea. I can't remember. Um yeah, I think the Ducks is an interesting team. Uh they're coming up. Croy Terry's on a on a tear right now, pun intended. Uh Zagras. Zegras, yeah. I, I I picked up Troy Terry in fantasy. Great pickup. Uh, so uh We'll see. I think the Sharks is finally uh, starting to sink. Uh, also, pun intended. Uh, and they the only Kings, had easy opponents for the start of their season, too. Yeah, the Sharks. That's why. That's why they had a really good start. And now they're playing good teams. They're, they're, they're showing awesome. up. Stellars is their backup now in NI. Yeah. The thing about Edmonton though is still their goaltending. You know. Yeah. Skinner, if, they, if, if they don't, we talked about it last week, right? If they don't do anything about Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen, like. If you're going into a playoff series with either one of those going, hey, we're going to be good, good, good luck. That means- like it just doesn't make make any sense to me. Um, I uh, on the Pacific, really, I mean, look, Anaheim, the, they were picked by just about everybody to be a bottom team this year, right? This is another rebuild year. I don't think that they can compete for a playoff spot long term, right? So I think it really comes down to Edmonton, Calgary, and Vegas. And same thing we talked about before, right? All If you're Vegas, all you have to do is worry about being the third in the Pacific. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. about winning it. Doesn't matter about anything. Get either of those two teams in the first round, you're fine. Although the Central, as we talk about every year, right? Like, it just – it doesn't look as good as you would have thought, right? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, Chicago is off to – that start probably precludes them from even thinking about the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, same thing with Vancouver here in the Pacific, right? Like, you can't start that bad. So – I mean, Nashville's playing better. Nashville's kind of like the Anaheim of the Central because yeah. nobody thought they would be any good. Mm-hmm. And there's a what the, the fuck the, happened the, to New York Islanders though? <laughs> oh, oh, well, the whole season on the road. Yeah, that's. I think that's big part they of it. They just played their first home, home game. Yeah, yeah. they just yeah. played their first go- home game. They and had a COVID outbreak. They lost, but you know, mm-hmm. and they had their first, they, they're having a COVID outbreak right now too. They 
uh, a few of their good players are out. But yeah, the Islanders, yeah. But going back to Senate, you forgot one of the big anchors there is uh, Arizona. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Islanders, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I think they'll bounce back. I think the Islanders will bounce back, but that, that division they're on is really tough. It's probably the toughest division uh, in the league right now. Speaking of standings, though, is it safe yet, or do we have to wait till the end of the season to say that every narrative about Vegas being gifted a team is the dumbest looking shit ever now? Oh, they're not. They're not going to stop saying it. But it's they're just hilarious just, now because always, Seattle just sucks. <laughs> it's always been. It's always been. Uh, it's always been that way. It's. It was always been a stupid narrative. Yeah. Well. Well, I'm curious though. We, yeah. we, we don't hear about it as much, but it's always going to be out there. But with yeah. Seattle, is. What happened to Grubauer? Like, is he bad? Like, obviously, yes, he's bad he right now. Doesn't have Colorado's defense shots suppression anymore. Mm-hmm. But like, he wasn't but this it's bad. Not even that because he he's the worst in the league at at goals versus expected goal. Like, he yeah. is he's having a historically terrible start to the season. Oh, so, yeah. well, yeah, just, that too. But. Some of it has to do with what Dave's point, right? Like, Colorado was just same thing with Carolina, good. right? All they do is suppress shots and they just pepper the other team with it, right? So that helps your goalie. Same thing with Marc-Andre Fleury in Vegas last year when they were at a full complement, right? All of a sudden, you start to have a, you play behind a porous defense, and now you're not a Vesna winner. Same thing with Grubauer, Vesna finalist. So both, that's kind of what's happening there. But I, this, this is one of the things I think that makes, makes me respect Robin Leonard's play so much, is that he's played for that Chicago team, maybe even a worse Chicago team. And he was... He, even he had a winning record there. Like I don't know. He didn't have Seth Jones in front of him, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it, Duncan Keith, though. <laughs> you don't have to look that far for Robin Leonard uh, playing against a bad defense because early in the season, Leonard was carrying the team. We had he still a has been at times. He still has been. Yeah. To be to be fair, Brassois was was really good. Other than the two goals he allowed, which was like it was bad goals. After he allowed those two goals, he's been great. Uh, but. Vegas also started to play better defensively. They started to kind of find their footing. But earlier when we first started getting those injuries, especially that four-game uh, losing streak, Vegas was bad defensively, even the early, like even a little bit after that. It was oh, yeah. bad. But we won those games after uh, because of Leonard had kept us in this game, and Vegas find, finds ways to win. You know, like now Vegas is, like I said, Vegas is starting to, find find their footing they don't have to rely on their goalies as much they, they still do but uh during the early this stretch of vegas has what uh what eight last no seven how many wins it like since since we had the, they started one seven. and four they're now 10 and three so they've won 10 yeah, out so, of the last 13 so yeah so however you want to so, figure that one out yeah the, so the 10 uh, la, the last 13 games vegas is early in there Early, early in those uh, games, we, we were shit defensively, and the reasons why we were winning was Leonard. But Vegas started to get better, and they don't they don't rely on him as much as they, he used to. But yeah, that was my point. Leonard's fucking good. <laughs> yeah, there, there was go. a lot of words to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me a whole chance to look at the entire like schedule that has happened already. I was like counting up the games. Then you're just like, all right. Anyways, the point is Leonard's fucking good. <laughs> now I know it's early yet, but we did, you know, talking about All Star Game because we just got our tickets. Uh, but uh, do you think Leonard will be the only representative if, if things stood the way they are right now? Petr- oh. Petrangelo, I think Petro Petr- gets there too. 
Yeah. It's not they're gonna have three because it's in Vegas. They normally put three in the that team. Uh Maybe Leonard, Stone Petro, team. Stone, I think. Nah, not nah. with Stone missing a month. It's mm-hmm. there's still a lot of time. He can probably there's still a lot of time. And he's, he's the captain. Like, and he's the captain. Yeah, it's a it's a, this voting is a lot is a popularity contest. Yeah, yeah. you know That's that, right? Uh, it's gonna be stone. Uh, and yeah, it, I they, shit. They're gonna put Eichel in there. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think those are your three. Normally, they put give you three if you're the host city. Anyway. You know how funny it would be, like. When if it's not Stone, it's going to be Smith. The, the night that Eichel returns, you know what they really should do because it would be just ironically hilarious is give out Eichel bobbleheads. I just give him the uh, Eiffel Towers. <laughs> no, but if you have a bobblehead, it's because he just got his neck surgery. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. I didn't think of that. I'm telling you, got to do it for him. No, they, they need to have a promo shot of him in the uh, Eiffel Tower. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, because that's, that's, that's his nickname. So... So are we are we all saying that we don't think the Ducks are going to be good at the end of the season? Uh, I, I'm a wait and see thing. So far, so good. They, they've looked really good. That's my that's the thing. They've looked really good. Uh, and, and, they're and, like, they, they score goals. Yeah, and uh, they, ha- they like they hang on really well against Carolina, better than we did. Uh, but like we'll we'll see. Have them play a little bit more teams. That's like good, good. Uh, we play them soon too, so we'll see. We did is it next. Is it next week? Man. It's next week. Yeah, we have the two games against uh, St. Louis and then Nashville, uh, and then a, an important game after that against Edmonton on Saturday, and then we play the Ducks. After that's that. right. That's right. It's the week after this coming week. Mm-hmm. So yeah. speaking of Eichel, I just looked up the night schedule. The night's last game before uh, the All Star break, winter or the Olympic break. Is against Buffalo. Yep, but it's it's here in Vegas. I want him to come yep. back. I think it's March tenth. Oh. in Buffalo. Yeah, oh, he's got to be back for that game. Yeah, he has. I I I want it to be the first game back. Maybe maybe third game back. Give give us a feet a little warm up before he plays Buffalo. You know what I mean? But yeah, but there's oh I see. So you want him back for Ottawa first? Yeah, maybe yeah, something like that. But I want him he back got, for that he, game. He got surgery on November 12th. They're all saying three months at the earliest. Mm-hmm. That's February 12th. That's right in the middle of that Olympic break. That's why I think he'll be back by like that. Probably he's not playing a back-to-back for first time coming back. So probably mm-hmm. Colorado on the 26th, which is a home game in February. Then that gets him a couple of days off before getting back into the thing. And I, it's very possible he doesn't play back-to-backs for the first little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that at all either. Because we got back-to-backs three three times in the month of March. Three back-to-backs. Jesus. Oh, damn. March is I forgot, I forgot the schedule goes late this season, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it goes into April because of uh, the because of Olympic break. Start, also, break. It almost goes to May. There's a lot of things in play that don't count the Olympics as happening yet. Yeah. I mean, first of all, you have Trudeau and, and yeah. uh, Biden saying that they might boycott, get together and yeah. boycott, which that would take one out. Second thing, you've already had a team got shut down for three games, and teams are now going to Zoom only for press conferences again so they don't get in trouble there, right? Yep. So if you start having more cancellations or postponements, they're going to they're gonna pull. And the other thing, here's the really hard thing. It's like a mandatory, I forgot if it was 14 or 21 day 
quarantine if you test positive and while you're over there. So there's no like, you, hey, you made it to the gold medal game, you test positive. Guess what? You're staying there for 14 days. You can't get back to the States to your team. So that's a, there's not a lot positive going on that the Olympics happen. I, I could see the Olympics not going on. Yeah. For uh, NHL participation, at least. Makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, I think uh, we. I think uh, David and I talked about this a little bit before you guys came on. Uh, the postponements. I think it's. It depends on how bad it's going to be. But right now, there's only three games postponed, and it's. I think it's pretty easy for them to kind of just plug and play. Uh, those ske- reschedulings, like find the, find the those two teams days they both have off together and just plug it in there. They have to play a back-to-back that day too, uh, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Uh, but like you said, if it gets worse, then yeah, it, it could get postponed. I mean, uh, canceled the, the Olympics participation. Before I forget, uh, let's go ahead and shout out that everybody that listens to this podcast that isn't in Vegas should go check out DraftKings and, you know, check out the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter to use the promo codes, um, which I think is just THPN, but yeah, hey, do all that just, stuff. Just- just so you know, you need me doing ad reads and ad placements much, much better than, than what you just did here. <laughs> Eric does it good. Just uh, go go see if you can bet uh, if the Olympics is going to happen or not. Are you, are you Googling it right now? No. Oh, I thought you were like, oh, shit, can I? <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Carlos sent in secret messages instead. Um. So, yeah, the... I guess when, when is Patrick coming back? <laughs> Cause I, I feel like they said it was minor and then he's still not back. And then they're like, Oh, well, it's not headaches. It's lower body, but he's still not back. So what the heck? Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird because the Knights have reported it as upper body. And then one of the Canadian, um, I think Sportsnet, whether it was Friedman or somebody else reported it as lower body. So it's like, all right. So all of his body's fucked up, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I, I hope he's just doing all right, whatever, whatever it is that he's going through. But just sucks because I want to see him playing more since he already had those issues, you know, last season or a couple seasons ago or whatever. And then he's I don't had know the if, issues for a while, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. And well, some I don't know if you guys had a chance or chose to read the article about Bowen Byram, but it sounds like he's going through similar stuff, kind of thanks to that hit from Colasar too. Oh, is that was that the most recent hit that, that put him out? No, but it was the the one that put him out for the longest. And then, like the week he came back, he got hit in the head by a just. It, it wasn't on purpose. It was just an elbow that went flying and hit him in the head. And then he had the vertigo symptoms again, so he's out again. Or it's super. It, like I read the article and I I felt so bad because you know he he had even called his mom like in tears, like saying, I, I don't know what this is going to, or what's happening in my career now. So it just, you know, it sucks. And I'm, it, it sucks to know that Patrick's pre- might be going through some, something similar and probably at least did, you know, a year, a season or two ago when that was really heavy for him too. But yeah, you never want, you never want to see that happen to any, any kids or anybody really, but it just sucks, especially when it's early in somebody's career and that happens. Yeah, you're talking elite talents, but I mean, it, it, it robbed probably excluding Eichel, or not Eichel, excluding uh, um, McDavid before recently, probably the best player of our generation. It 
robbed a couple years of his prime. I mean, Sidney Crosby had to go seek different help outside of the purview of what the NHL would approve. Obviously, that's – I mean, now all of a sudden when you hear about what the Sabres did versus what Pittsburgh did, they're like, no, we trust you. You're like, you're the best player. Go do it. So it's uh, – yeah, concussions are not anything to fuck with. No. No, hell no. I mean, I remember having one in seventh grade one time when I had a low blood sugar reaction with my diabetes, and, and I was – for at least a couple of weeks, I just was out of it. Yeah, I mean, and that I mean, was a mild one. I mean, it involves the most important part of your body, which is your brain. So it is nothing to scoff at. According to Twitter, that is not the most important part of your body, Carla. <gasps> Wait, <laughs> I, I missed that joke. Was it cake? No, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> You, see, you should see, like, I know this comes out on only audio, but if you see Eric's physical pain. From <laughs> <that>. <laughs> you see, you see Eric's, Eric's physical pain from that joke. It's, <laughs> I I can't, can't get over it now. <laughs> what version of cake is that? <laughs> oh, you know which version. Imagine, oh, God. Um, I, anyways, uh, yeah, so 5-1 on the homestand, 11-7 overall. I mean, this team's just rock and rolling for giving all the adversity. I, I, they've never had this much adversity in, in, in the regular, regular season. season. No, I no. don't know. Lose, losing three of your goalies could be. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. At the same time, that was a really big rallying point uh, for the Misfits team. Yeah, this uh, team seems year. to do better when they – feel like they shouldn't be winning <laughs> when they feel like they should be winning eric kind of pointed it out earlier it's almost like they sit back and they just expect it to happen i don't know i don't know they, play, they played really well in the regular season last year almost 100 percent. Well, i guess so. in the playoffs at least yeah like, okay yeah. in the playoffs yeah in the playoffs yeah obviously. yeah um so did you guys see last night the uh we set a record for the most money on LTIR. Yeah, yeah. Ever like for, for for any at any given point, we've set the record for most money that that can't play. And they brought up a point that we have more money on uh, on long term than the salary cap coming out of the lockout, the last lockout. We have more than that. Like, <laughs> and so it's we, we, we have the, the funny thing is the very first cap, thirty nine million. Yeah, we have more than that. We have forty-one. So that's the thing. I think somebody was somebody pointed out that we have we can almost reach the salary cap floor. Yeah, this is sixty. It's sixty million, right? Yeah, we're almost there. We're not there. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. What is it? Sixty-one. Yeah. Our our actual team that we fielded was not to the. That's what it was. It was not to the salary cap floor without Mm -hmm. LTIR and shit like that. Yeah. That's it's and then we're still winning games and they went five and one on a homestand yeah. with some decent teams in there right like mm-hmm. there it was an easier homestand but I mean there were some some decent some teams in there. What game yeah. made you the most nervous besides Carolina? For me, it was Vancouver. I thought Vancouver looked good. It's a trap game. Terrible. Buddy, Vancouver. Listen, listen. Hold on. Are we going to start talking about Vancouver again every week? Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Vegas has never lost in regulation to Vancouver. So if you 
don't live in Las Vegas and you can go to DraftKings, wager the next time <laughs> Vegas plays Carolina, or not Carolina, but Vancouver, because Vancouver can't beat this team. Never. But that's why I was scared, because statistically that doesn't make any sense. In There's the history an of ever, they've never beat us in regulation. Vancouver never scares me. That team is fucking trash. But to answer your question, Andrew, it's Minnesota. I Minnesota, say Minnesota. yeah, Minnesota's actually one of the better teams in the league. They were, and then we we uh, beat them pretty pretty well. It scores three two, but I thought Vegas really uh, controlled most of the game. To be honest with you, with with a half an NHL team. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, it was really just the end where they were just trying to get something going, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, I think the, the 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 second goal was like really last minute, right? I remember that. The second goal had an assist by uh, old Johnny Merrill. Oh, this, boy. Uh, yeah, that's right. This, this week will really be interesting to see, right? Because mm-hmm. you got St. Louis, who's in a playoff spot, who, who we have who's, already beat. St. Louis is, is trending down, though, right now. Yes, so that, that sh- that's coming out at a good time. Nashville, who's in a playoff spot mm-hmm. and trending up. And then, obviously, Edmonton. Which uh, that's the they're second the, time we're playing at home, so they're the I, don't, I don't, I don't love that game. Nope. Uh, after after Thanksgiving, it's a four o'clock game. Here's your here's your uh, PTA. Just let you guys know um, that we game. actually lost to St. Louis, not beat them. Never yeah. mind. I thought we beat them. No, no we, we lost. Me. Yeah, we lost. We, we and we lost didn't go to one. overtime. And we didn't go to overtime, which is weird for a St. Louis game. Yeah, that was that's weird. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so your I was at the game. Game, if you have your next home game, if you have tickets, it's a four p.m. start on Saturday. So just so you know, yeah. don't show up late. But yeah, it's a uh, yeah, St. Louis trending down, Nashville trending up, and then the Goliath of the division, which is Edmonton. So which is so what's funny about it? If you look at the standings, even as obviously Vegas just went five and one on a home stand, which really really helps. But Edmonton is four points ahead of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Now they have one game in hand. Calgary is only three points ahead of Vegas, and they have zero games in hand. And um, Anaheim's right. only one point ahead. So it's, Vegas is right there mm-hmm. yep. in That's the thick of it in the Pacific. So all um, we asked for uh, in, with, this, in this. Well, yeah, uh, all you had to do. Yeah. And it was when we first started talking, it was could you be 500 by the time mm-hmm. Pacioretty came back, which was right after Thanksgiving or right around this time. It looks like he – so he took line rushes yesterday. Looked like he was going to be able to play if Yanmark couldn't. But Yanmark played, which had his best game. Like, I, I know we, we've we've shit on the poor kid numerous times on this podcast. He listens to our podcast, so he played better. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, it came out a couple weeks ago that he still has effects. Uh, he's not yep. back to full strength. from his, He had a very bad bout with COVID, so that's mm-hmm. – now he's starting to trend upward, and he had his best game. So he was mm-hmm. – I thought he was the best player on the ice last night. I, oh, yeah, yeah, I agree good. with that. He looked pretty good. Yeah, he yeah. Looked, I mean, he was tenacious. He set up other people. Like he was very, very good. So, Whether he was offside or not, uh, he was clearly offside. Not or not, was, he was offside. No, he I'm, was no, offside. I'm not, I'm not, I'm but not, you can't it. review it. it. Doesn't matter if he was offside or not. Yeah, he, he was. He was offside, but you can't review that play. Sorry. So, 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 so if comes back, I don't think they put him up there um, with. Uh, uh, Stone and Stevenson. I think they keep Dodonov there, and I think you go Smith, Pacioretty, Wah. Yep. And then you go Yanmark because Kolasar has been playing up there, but he hasn't been de- mm-hmm. delivering really too much. Um, then you go probably Yanmark, Lecision, right? Like, yeah, Yanmark, Lecision, Kolasar. 
What am I missing? Wah, right? Oh no, Wah no, is, is going to play. Wah wah. Wah is still going to be second line center. So yeah, it, it should be Yanmark's decision. Kolasar then, probably. Yeah, yeah, because Ben Jones was playing on that line last. Yeah, Ben night. Jones probably back out, mm-hmm. and then you probably go Howden, Ron Bjerg, and yeah, keep that fourth line. Potter yeah. probably still. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, are they just going to keep scratching out Armadillo then? I, I don't see him coming back. I think they I think they'll send Jones back down, mm-hmm. but they're not ready to. They can scratch Amadio without having to send him down mm-hmm. because they have all this LTIR yeah, yeah. space. <laughs> so I think they'll send Jones back down and keep Amadio. Yeah, I can uh, see scratch. that. Yeah, that's how I see it too. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, it's um. And I think it, Cotter's been better than him. Cotter. Co- Two games ago, not last game, but the game before, that shot was a nasty shot. Like that's not that's an NHL level shot. That's not a fluke. It just happened to bounce a couple times and get there. I mean, he toe dragged. He's second goal too. Use the screen, yeah. Second second goal goal where he where he toe dragged freaking Deke the defender and then roofed it. That Mm -hmm. was that one was awesome. Cotter, out of all the rookies that played, out of like the young guys we have, Cotter's probably have one of the best uh, finishes out of. All of them. He's, he always had it. Uh, it was just the matter of it translating to the NHL, which, as you can see, it does. Uh, what happened to your really boy Alvarez? Though you were so high on that guy. I don't here. know what's going on with Alvarez. I I love his game. He's he's not a finisher. I don't know. I, I'm so surprised that he's like one the last ones to get called up. Like because well, if he's not it, a finisher, then that's that's the issue. <laughs> he's, yeah, well, yeah. He's uh he's a uh, he's a disher. He. He's a playmaker. He he's a he he racks up the assists. And you said Dugan's been injured, right? Yeah, Dugan's been hurt. So I was gonna say, like, I, I'd be very surprised that he got up or Jones was up, like Eric said the other day over him. Mm-hmm. It's funny we talked about it last week. How many players of, of that draft class? Because there was twelve. I think there's nine that have made their NHL debut already. Two did not sign. One of them was a goalie that was drafted in the third round. Or the other one was a late pick, didn't sign. And then the last one would be Dugan in it. Clearly looks like he'll play an NHL game. Alvarez is in that too. To have 10 out of 12 make their NHL debuts, that's pretty impressive. Um, It just came out, guys. Braden Point for the Tampa Bay is out indefinitely with an upper body injury. Oh, boy. They're they're struggling with – Welcome to the club, Tampa. Yeah, yeah, because right now, like, there's a lot of teams that's actually – I think Vegas has the worst of it uh, who comes to injuries. There are, like, you know, Pittsburgh – Pittsburgh, yeah. Pittsburgh, I mean, I mean, called... Vegas, Vegas more because yeah. you had Stone for a month. You had Petrarelli mm-hmm. for two months. You have Carlson. Uh, I mean, Eichel was never on the team to start There's the year. Theodore. I get that you can count him. Theodore missed time. Martinez has missed time. White Cloud missed a month, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, this was another but, thing that they were talking about. This is So this is a really interesting conversation to me that I want to get your guys' opinion on. Leaving the game, it wasn't last night, so it was Thursday night's game. Um Duva and Lawless were talking about the decor. Essentially, now you have proven that Haig and White Cloud are not bottom pair demon. Nope. And Pet, from, from what Lawless says, and once again, guys, Lawless works for the team. So if he's saying something, the team is saying it. You have to understand that. Just move on whether you agree with it or not. The team has told him to say this. He came out and said that Petro said Haig is my defense, my defense mm-hmm. pair. That's who he wants. Oh. He wants to play with Haig. He's come out and said that. So Haig's a top pair defenseman. Whether you like it or not, that's what it's going to be, it looks like, the rest of the year. Now all of a sudden you got Theodore, White Cloud, 
and Martinez, they can't all play on the second line. So what happens there? Do you put White Clown back to the third line? I think that's yes. what's going to... With McNabb? I think the, that's uh, what's going to end up happening. Uh, I actually, I almost think that probably, because otherwise I, I would only see Martinez as moving to be with White Cloud. Because White Cloud's a right shot, right? So Yeah. So they're going to want to keep him on the right side. Yeah. McNabb, no, White, he, he can White pair with McNabb. for sure playing the right, yeah. Yeah, he can, he can put him with McNabb. And Theo's a lefty, lefty, but he's he so good on him. the right side, they're not going to move him out. Yeah. I, well, I mean, here's the other thing. I don't think you can have just because of optics. You can't have Martinez and Theodore as your third pair. Yeah, either no. one of them on there. No, they both make no. five million. Like you, like that's you just can't do it. I think it's gonna be White Cloud and McNabb as your third pair defensemen, I, but they'll get more minutes. Yeah. Yes. If anything, I could see them maybe trying out if it's not working the way they want it to, swapping McNabb with with Martinez. But they'll, they'll balance out the minutes a little bit more like eric was saying is it it's almost I like having two two second pairs and no bottom pair right yeah like, exactly yeah. it's not like you have to have a certain amount of minutes for the top pair if you have a you have a bona fide one one first pair and then a 2a and a 2b essentially it, yeah. it's, it's almost like when we first had you know stone stastny and patches and then the misfit line we, it, yeah. we were like oh that's 1a and 1b blah blah, blah. but then we had Pretty like much. zero three and zero four at that time yeah, yeah, like, yeah the, one four. Yeah, the other uh, the other thing on the D pairs though is three of the four that can play power play minutes will play a lot of power play minutes, right? They'll it's, still put Martinez back there because his shot is good. Yep. That one timer. I, I I don't understand why Haig is not in there though. Well, that's the thing. That's the, I mean, I right, three of the four. I mean, right now he has no spot to quarterback a power play. I, when I mean, currently right now. Centro. Coglin is in there over Haig. I understand Coglin's like his game is more He's offensive, but shot. I think Haig is better than Coglin, even though Coglin is is the offensive defenseman out of both of them because Haig is more two way. But I I I don't know why they don't they put Coglin over Haig because Coglin's shot's gonna break somebody in half, have so, a rebound, and somebody else is gonna score. Haig's got a heavy Hague's shot. A, That's true. Haig does have yeah, a heavy the, shot. Too. The Hager bomb is yeah. is. is is, is ridiculous. Like I don't, I don't know. And why, his sliding but... celebration, man! Holy shit! Oh, that was that was. Yeah. <laughs> but but... Uh, but on the bright side, right? It's a that's a good problem to have because and... the the D has completely worked itself out, mm-hmm. and you can go down to Coglin as a seven. Mm-hmm. You can go and... down. I mean, I don't know that Hutton's a good eight, but no, whatever. you can even I, argue that Coglin has proven himself to be a decent uh, six. Yeah, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, right? if, if they get rid of say say the McNabb, just they they trade him or whatever, then Coglin would be number six, right? Yeah, they, so they play yeah, Coglin, sides, Coglin's so. your six, and then next year you already have more. But then how yeah. do you how do you set up? So Coglin and White Cloud are both righties, aren't they? Yeah. So you put Coglin on the left or White Cloud on Martinez left? with him? I don't know. Or do you just rotate those and even out both those two pairs times, like we were just saying? <sighs> it's it's. It's like, complicated. Yeah, Maybe move Theodore back, put him with White Cloud, and you got Mar- Marty and Coglin. I don't know for next. Year. This is for next year. We'll worry yeah. about it when we get there. That's a future us problem. I, I just or I think that the, the point on it, the, the thing that I found most interesting, was the fact that Petro has said Hague's my D partner. 
But yeah, no. Haig's, Haig has played so well up there too. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and watching Haig's game since he's been playing, or, or since really since Petro's been on the team, he's been idolizing or, or like emulating his game after Petro. You can you can see the way he's skating, the way he's he's thinking about the game is very much like he's he's using Petro as his like you know. That goal that he scored, keep in mind, guys, he retrieved the puck below the hash marks, right? Like, yeah. he was in yeah. the yep. offensive zone. He wasn't on the blue line. He was in the offensive zone, coming down, leaking down, pinching properly, right? Like that. And that's the thing. Jesse's done a great job writing about this and talking about this, right? Like, Petro is the closest player we have to positionless hockey. Yep. He is below the goal line almost as much as he is by the blue line. Like, yep. he is just... He'll he, cycle himself. He's just like, man, fuck you guys. Here we go. I'm going. I'm going. He's that old school rover. Yeah. yeah so and part, part of that is that uh, Riley Smith answered Jesse's question that one night where the de- the defensemen only do that. This team is because they trust their forwards to play defense. Correct. Uh, Mark Stone uh, getting his legs broken last yeah. night. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Mark Stone oh, got walked, man. Oh, my also, goodness. Also, can we stomp with the – Tessier, like I don't want to see this kid again. Like it hurts me every single time. <laughs> every time he, it's he so rips Vegas every time. Because that was the pick that we traded for Colasar. Not that we were taking him. Like make no doubt about it, we're probably not taking an undersized winger from France at that pick. But it's the direct pick that we traded yeah. for Keegan Colasar. And in Tessier's mind, I you I bet you he's like, man, that team's really fucking good. And I've been having to listen to Tortorella for a year until now. <laughs> he's, he's probably scoring goals because he's like, fuck you. I could have been on your team. <laughs> speaking speaking of watching this team being really good, like I can only imagine Jack Eichel watching this his new team play this well, even without him. Right? Like, I bet you how giddy he is to start actually playing with his team. You, you know what I mean? Like, imagine the mindset of Jack Eichel. Like, oh, I'm Jack actually, Eichel has I'm a girlfriend good. and he's watching Golden Knights hockey. He probably turns it to something else because he feels like he's watching. He probably turns it to porn because it's less. <laughs> yeah. Like, like Jack Eichel was thinking, like, I'm actually on a freaking good team now. You know what I mean? Like, do you think he's going to be more? But like higher performing or about the same on this team because there's more points distributed across all the lines. Oh, well, higher, I think, dude. It's lower. he has more health. He has more health. He doesn't have to carry it, and people will help him get more points. I think I don't know that he. I think his goals and assists will be more evened out, more consistently. Yeah, it, um, it'll even out a little bit. More. I don't think. I don't think he's necessarily going to score 100 points like Connor McDavid all the time. I think he's probably going to be more like he, you know he's definitely going to play a lot more relaxed than he did in Buffalo. Yeah, he's yes. played 375 NHL games. He's got 355 career points. He is almost a point per player, point per game player from the fact that he played. Did uh-huh. he play his draft year? Yeah, he, he, yeah, he no, did. But yeah. He, he, he played 81 games in his draft year. Okay, so he was straight to the NHL. So. I mean, uh, God, it's tough to say. And, I mean, that's – what was his year that everybody thought he was – I guess it was uh, 1920. Not last year, the year yeah, before. 1920. 70, 78 points in 68 games, 36 mm-hmm. goals, 42 assists. Dude, that's I, fucking weird. That's so I, good. Man. I just don't – I don't know. I mean, maybe, I guess. He's not going to PK. Of, he's, not gonna have to P, he's not going to PK. 
So, you know, he's going to play power play. He'll be first mm-hmm. power play for sure. And, you know, he's going to be first line when he gets healthy. So, I guess, even though I say no, I guess he could be better yeah, yeah. because the team's going to be well, better. He's getting better. Guess, he's not even his prime yet. And do you think do you think that they'll actually do patches Eichel Stone as a line all the no, time? I think or do you think it's only on power no. play? I think eventually they will. I, I, I just I, – I think that with what is currently going on, this – look – you can always try to find positives and negatives, right? The positive that I look at, who knows what the hell DeBoer thinks, who knows what the McGMs think, but how I look at it is it shows that you can have depth down your lineup and be better. I don't think you just go misfits, Petretti, uh, Eichel Stone, and then figure the rest out. I think if you can put somebody else down there, one of those on the third line that can actually finish, whether it be a Marshy, whether it be a – Assuming everybody's here, once again, let's just put that yeah, caveat yeah. on there. Assuming they get to the playoffs and everybody's there. I don't think you just go best goal scorer, best center, best winger. Here you go. Here's, that's your line. I, here's I my think, thing, though. I, I, I like to see it. three lines that they had scoring threats. Here's my thing, though. Like, in that situation, your third line is going to have Stevenson and Dadonov in there. Well, one that, of that You already have a guy that can – both those guys can finish. Yeah, but you, one of them. You have what? Uh, why there? Right. Uh, I, th- also, I, I think really I think if Pat I think if Patrick's healthy, Patrick has Patrick. more upside than anybody. Yeah, and you got Patrick. That's a very good third line. That's Wait, a second line. About to be the fourth line center again. No, it, Stevenson will play wing. I promise you. Because yeah, Stevenson again, will play wing. This yeah. is as close to positionless. The, the center is not as needed, right? It's forward one, mm-hmm. forward two, forward three. Mm-hmm. I think you could go Patrick Stevenson to Donov, and be and fine. That's a second uh, line because Patrick's a righty. Patrick's a righty, so you you don't go mm-hmm. left, left, left. Mm-hmm. So you could figure that out. Oh, okay. Um, and then I think you could go. Obviously, was your fourth line center with Colasar And I don't know. Uh, I think so. Yanmark, if he's still there, keep in mind you're going to go Yanmark, yeah. Wah, and then probably Howden. Nah, they're going to go Colasar over Howden. I don't think so. Eh, Colasar kills penalties, maybe. You, yeah. you could be right. I'm not I mean, I'm okay with that. You're splitting hairs at that point. Yeah. The depth that's like that's what that's what I'm saying. Like you don't have to split them up because those bottom six is still really good. Like that third line is the second line in a lot of teams. It's Regardless, not like we, we're yeah. gonna lose depth by putting by not putting Eichel there. The depth is still there. I think we can comfortably say that from a playoff potential and a scoring potential perspective when this team is mostly healthy this season it's they're a much better team than they were last season oh they're yeah, gonna become absolutely they're, if they if you get healthy they're the odds on favorite i don't care mm-hmm. colorado i don't care about anybody else tampa like imagine a Western Conference final of Vegas and Colorado and then a Stanley Cup final of Vegas and Tampa that would be fucking Man, oh man. Like, no, it goes, uh, it goes against Ed. No, it goes against Calgary, Calgary, Edmonton, Edmonton Colorado, Colorado, Tampa. Tampa. Oh my that, god, that'd be assuming Edmonton gets out of the first round because they only have one line to worry, worry about when their goalies, yeah, suck. yeah. But you know, like, dream scenario, just for entertainment purposes, you know, this is dream actually chalk. what I would prefer is. Vegas gets the first place spot. There you so go. You get the battle of about Alberta. Battle of Alberta. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle of Alberta. That would and be a dream play. scenario. You're right. 
And then, who, and then who, I don't they, fucking care which team Minnesota. Plays, no, like, Minnesota. They get the wild card. Ah, no, no. The Pacific it. side. <laughs> Minnesota, Edmonton, Colorado, Tampa. That's entertainment wise. That actually no. Entertainment wise, entertainment wise, truthfully would be Vegas getting the one seed, Battle of Alberta in the two three, mm-hmm. uh, St. Louis being the yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so St. Louis is the wild card. Yep. Every fucking game goes to overtime. <laughs> then you go Vegas versus whoever won the Battle of Alberta. Then you go Vegas, Colorado, and then you go Vegas, Tampa. That would be oh, like your dream scenario. Entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that, those I, are I would have really to agree with that right games, there. Man. I'd have to take like a sabbatical from work because I just would watch all those games. <laughs> <laughs> every every series goes to game seven. <laughs> and then at the end, like they, they lift the cup and they just d- turn into the dust from Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. <laughs> <laughs> So that would be a lot of fun. Anyway, so, but still on my point, like I understand what you're saying, Carlo, because you're, you could have Stevenson mm-hmm. and Dodonov and Patrick or whatever it is, that's fine. But I just think, oh God, because it's, it's already bitten the team multiple times, multiple years in a row. If their top line gets shut down, the team doesn't go. That's why I think, you can split something up, whether it be Pacioretty further down the lineup, right? That for, therefore, if you put Dodonov up there with uh, Stone and uh, Eichel. Eichel, now all of a sudden Pacioretty can play against worse competition and score more, right? Maybe Pacioretty's playing on the second line. Maybe Marshy's playing on the third line. Maybe you go Pacioretty, Carlson, Smith. Then you go Marshy, Stevenson, Patrick, right? Then you can have. Although that's not a very, there's no defensive response. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I was like, that, that kind of mind is gonna get well, I like Stevenson. Stevenson's a very good defensive. You forward. might go like you might actually. What would I mean? Look, it would blow the misfits completely up. But you could go Stevenson, Patcheretti, Smith, which has proven <laughs> that it's gonna be okay. The speed yeah, with Smith yeah. could be okay. Then you could go Marshy Carlson. Patrick down there because Patrick being on the right. I mean, I think you're just overthinking this, man. I think it's just. I, I, I just don't think that you're going to roll out misfits and I think, Eichel. I think I, I do. I, I don't think so I, either. I don't see. I I don't see it other way, dude. I think well, you okay, do, dude. Carlo. Why has this team got eliminated the last two years? Because they don't have bottom six. But with like like as explained because earlier, scoring the top line gets up. shut down. Their top line. Did not score. Same thing with go back to the very first year that Pacioretty and Stone played together. Why did they lose three games in a row to to San Jose? Forget the five-minute major, move past that. Why did they lose the three games in a row? But here, I I understand. But here's my argument. But here's my argument with that. Like I said earlier, your bottom six is not bad anymore. In the playoffs. Yeah, in the playoffs. In the playoffs, you still have Stevenson and Dadanov down there with Patrick or Wah. Patrick, we have Patrick Wah down there. It's fun Hall to talk Famer. about. It doesn't matter. I think they split it up. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think so. But you know, we'll see. I, We're not in I control of the team, so it's not. If, <laughs> I know. if Eichel comes back in the regular season, doesn't set up the rest of the year, they'll they'll try any kind of matchups and see what works best, and then yeah, I think. Yeah. I think. I, I don't think. I don't think Eichel's going to start in the first line though. That no, I he won't start on the first line. Not. No, he won't. I don't think so. He's going to start with like a sheltered minutes just to get his footing in there. Yep. And then he's going to eventually move up the lineup. 
I just I'm excited for the first time he goes coast to coast through some defenders and scores a goal. Mm-hmm. So so here's oh, my yeah. next here's my next question. If they do when they activate him in the regular season, if they have zero cap space, they'll have to play every fucking game. Oh fuck, that's right. There, there's no healthy scratch in 10 million if you have zero cap space, right? Like we don't want to go back to you know 11 and five. Yeah. You like might that. have to. Yeah. You might have to. It depends on who they get rid of. Yeah. Move or somebody else is on LTIR. I mean, yeah. he needs to get his uh, game. He needs to get in the game shape by the playoffs. So I, I mean, uh, it's he's really rested. So <laughs> it's going to be interest, interesting to see. It's going to be a lot of fun. On the bright side, they just went five and one. You got three games this week against everybody's in a playoff spot. So let's see what they can do. Hopefully, they don't shit the bed and go on three. Right, like. <laughs> Like hopefully they can they can hopefully Patch already will be back this week too. Uh, that that'll help a lot. Uh, we got I can see Patch already not playing until the Saturday game. That's I can see Patch already not taking the trip. I was saying earlier, that's what I said. I can see him not taking the trip for St. Louis Nashville, even though he just skated, looked like he was ready to go. I could see him not taking the trip, or maybe taking the trip, and if somebody else is out, then they activate him. But I could see him not coming back till the Saturday game. But I hope he's back tomorrow. I hope I'm dead ass wrong. I hope everybody's help, or everybody that played yesterday could play again. They put him in there. Jones gets gets sent back down, and all is good. Cool. So, uh, so yeah. On that note, um, I'm excited to for the future of this team. I think that they did a great job surviving until Stone came back. They're continuing to hopefully do a good job until Patches comes back. Then Patrick Carlson Theodore, back. Carlson, Carlson and, eventually. And you know, eventually Martinez, Eichel. Carrier Eichel. Marchi. Uh, fuck. Oh, fuck. There's yeah, so many Mar- people still out. I forgot about Marjorie Gurrier. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I, I listed him out before we started this thing, and I just read him off oh. again. I'm like, holy crap. We have, have a so lot many- of But Marjorie is COVID. Yeah. It's minimum 10 days, I believe. But you forgot the biggest name out of all everybody on the IR. Uh, IR. Uh, Jack I, hold on. Oh, okay. There. I, was, I, I saw that coming. <laughs> I was just waiting for him to say something stupid so we could just end on that, but I'm sorry. you. I talked over you. Who is it? Who's the biggest player out? Jake Bischoff. Yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> Eric's face again. Now I'm laughing. <laughs> hey, hold on. Hold on. Can you pick Jake Bischoff out of a room of one? I mean, come on. Like, yeah. He hasn't played. He's not playing I anymore. Can. I can. I follow the – Well, you can watch him when he's with the Henderson Silverknights. I, I, it's a joke. A, it's a joke. Come he doesn't have a spot on this team anymore. Calm sir. down. Coglin's, Coglin's passed him. He's, pro- he's oh. probably doesn't have a spot in the AHL either. He's, <laughs> yeah, you're – hold on. Let me see. You got Miramana. No, yeah, you got yeah, a spot because they're, yeah, they're, they're playing yeah, some people that – they're they're hurt too. They're very hurt. I think too. they made up names on some of these people. I, I was watching the. I've been watching the game. Who the fuck are these people? Yeah, oh, speaking of, we got that guy Sven Bartici or Barteschi or whatever. Bertici's. He, he hasn't played yet, right? Yeah. In no, the he, NHL, he played. He played the other night. Oh, I missed that one. Oh, that was the name I missed. Against okay. Detroit, right, Dave? Yeah, I think yeah. he played against Detroit. Hey, he's killing it in the A though. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Bertici's. Gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> On that note, I think I think that's about it for this week. So uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, not zero and three for. I have a I have a high. I'm just going to warn you guys now. 
we're not back next week. It's fucking a holiday weekend. Oh, we'll shit, we'll that's talk right. to you guys yeah, in December. <laughs> I promise you, don't be looking for anything. There's oh. no chance we're recording. Yeah, no, we're not recording next week. Sundays, you know, after the holiday, but you know. I'll be full. I'll still be full. So, all right, guys. <laughs> all right, till two weeks from now then. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, Weekly okay. Nightly Taylor's version. Hey, and if anyone has any contacts, help me with that jersey, contact me. Peace out.